the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager. Thank you, Mark Davis, for sitting in for me yesterday as I winged my way across the country. And 19 years ago now was 9-11. It seems like... Seems like another world, another generation, the unity among Americans at the time. I'll never forget Nancy Pelosi, among others, singing God Bless America at the 9-11 site. And uh, it moved me. I was happy to see it. I, I don't believe that unity is possible because left and right have completely different moral views of, of humanity and the world and America. But uh, obviously, I do believe one nation indivisible with liberty and justice, one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Anyway, it was 19 years ago I was broadcasting, of course, and I remember saying how uh, I couldn't imagine that tens of thousands had not been killed at the World Trade Center. It just didn't make sense to me. It was the beginning of the day, and I, I, I was wrong, thank God. Uh, there was a sound that remains etched in my mind. You know, like there are certain smells and certain sounds. We always think of sights that you know we'll never forget. Somehow sounds are are more jarring even in some ways. The sound of the bodies hitting the ground when they threw themselves from the 80th story or even higher rather than be burned alive. Man goes to work, who's usually a man that day. And... Uh, jumps out of the 80th floor. It's very hard to uh, not get these images out of you. You could see a picture of that, too. That's also a picture that stays in your mind. The picture of the planes hitting the, the, the Twin Towers. The monsters in the name of Islam who did it. We have a video out this week at PragerU. Young young man gives the video. I don't even know if he was born when uh, he, I thought the point was that he, you know, he doesn't remember it. It was even more. He wasn't even born. So he's about, he's 18, I suspect. You know, we have an 18-year-old. Talk about 9-11. You should ask your high school or college kid or anyone under 25, what happened on 9-11? Just ask that. that. I get, it would be very interesting for you to uh, hear their response. And I remember 
that out of the horror of the day, I felt such a great surge of patriotism among young people, people who today would be 45 years old or 40 years old, to be more precise. I, I suspect they were about 20 or even 16, so they'd be 36, yeah. Selling flags, I'll never forget for $20 where I live. Little flag, and I bought it. I wanted I wanted kids to make money selling flags. It's hard to come by an American flag at that time. Gone from the age of kids uh, selling flags and, and cheering with them to some, and I emphasize some, burning them. That's right. We're in an age of hyper change. It's the the zeitgeist, the spirit of the times is constant change. I think it's, it's a function of the boredom induced by affluence and secularism. There's, there's a new a new moral vista to conquer. Of course, my argument is. The moral vista to conquer is your own character. But it's a hell of a lot easier to say America stinks than that your own nature stinks. Right? A lot easier, no? Yes. By the way, did I even say my name? I didn't? Here it goes. Hi, I'm Dennis Prager. Talking about Dennis Prager, next Friday night is the beginning of the Jewish New Year, and it's the holiest, two holiest days, Rosh Hashanah, New Year, and Yom Kippur, ten days later. It is all, it is unbelievable that after 13 years of conducting spectacular services, I decided last year to have it professionally done. I don't remember if it was three or four cameras three or four men on 4K to be a record of a profoundly moving service that non-Jew will be as moved at as a Jew, not knowing this year would be a lockdown. So sure enough, we're putting it up. Go to DennisPrager.com and click on the banner, Prager High Holy Days. It might be one of the most moving religious experiences of your life. There's no politics. It's not dated in any way. It'll be relevant 20 years from now. In 4K, put it on a big screen. It's as if you will be attending the holiest services. All explained. That's the point. I explain everything, but the music is, is extraordinary. Click on the banner. 250,000 at least people watched my Passover Seder, most non-Jewish, and uh, this is now, this will be about 16 hours in total of the two holidays. It sounds, I mean, it's a, it's a, it, you're living a world. You're entering a world. The banner is at DennisPrager.com. Well, the people are still mourning their dad's some moms, husbands, sons, brothers, friends, in the name of a religion 
That's what's so amazing. The ability of human beings to do evil is unlimited. They do it in the name of a religion. They do it in the name of secularism. They do it in the name of equality. They do. It's always done in the name of something that could be a force for good. Right? It's very rare. Only Hitler did it in the name of evil. The rest of the gang, <laughs> the rest of the slaughter of human beings was done in the name of what they perceived as good. I mean, Hitler perceived his thing as good, but race supremacy is just not good. I mean, there's, there's no way around that. Welcome to the show. Fridays are the days of the happiness hour. And that uh, I did the happiness hour that week. It was a Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. So Friday, I did the happiness hour. The happiness hour is, is being challenged in our time as well. It is a sort of a vow that I've taken that I just don't cancel the happiness hour. I will acknowledge that if the left wins the next election, I mean, the issue of the Democratic Party is, is a euphemism for, for radical leftism. It will be hard to do the uh, the happiness hour, but it's it has to be done. Even if to say this is just a time when you have to make peace with the fact that you're not happy. I don't I don't live in a make believe world. I live in the same world as you do, and I certainly don't uh, make believe about any of these things. Anyway, may they rest in peace. You should all see, what is the name of the flight? Flight 93? Is that the name of the movie? I, I'm sorry? That uh, Flight 93 is an extraordinarily powerful film. I, I think you have a moral, I said it at the time, you have a moral obligation to watch it to the people on the flight. I'm big, in, I'm big into moral obligations, my religious upbringing. So I'm sure it's streamed somewhere. Flight 93. Yep, let's hear this. We need it. Phone number is 18Prager776. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. 
but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Just know you're not alone. Because I'm going to make this place your Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. People have gone out of their minds on the uh, on the COVID. Play the uh, the health director of Los Angeles County. Is that correct, Dr. Barbara Ferrar? Why we listen to these people? Of course, those of you who graduated, she's what. She's a PhD in uh, gender gender studies. Uh, she's not even a doctor, really. Anyway, it's irrelevant to me if she's a doctor. Uh, I, all all of a sudden, humanity has decided to give over its common sense to people who have an MD or PhD in epidemiology. We want their input. We don't want their decisions. Isn't that, is that obvious? Same thing with the military. That's why the commander-in-chief is a civilian. But we have no leaders. You are taught at college not to think for yourself. Ask what the experts say. Most experts are fools because most human beings on big issues are fools. They could be very wise in, in personal issues. Human being is a complex creature. But macro wisdom is, is not available to many people because they don't pursue it. Let the experts, oh, oh, what do the experts say? Then they're lying about that, by the way. Then you bring experts who differ. Oh, they're quacks. So it's all, it's all, it's all a lie. It's a gigantic, spectacular lie. Listen to the experts. Listen to the experts that agree with me. That's what Newsom says. That's what Garcetti says. You're not an expert unless you agree with me. So really, I'm the expert. Let's be honest. They claim let's let's follow the experts, but they really say follow me, and I'll provide I'll provide the expert I want. Let's uh, let's hear uh, this uh, farce, this destructive farce coming from this Barbara Ferrar. Who's going to need from us? Uh, and then, what is the experience around um, cases and outbreaks? Uh, Okay, let me, excuse me, we don't care about cases. Is that not obvious? We care about who is hurt. It shows you she's a moron. And and not in every arena. She may be a genius in child rearing, a genius in, uh, in, in law, a genius in whatever field she wants to be. She may be a genius mother and a genius wife. She's a fool and a moron in this matter. We don't care about cases. Is that not obvious? We care about who's hurt, who's hospitalized, and who dies. What difference does it make how many? Wait, let me quote Hillary. What difference at this point? What difference at this point does it make? exactly. I knew that phrase would be useful one day. And there it is. She was foreseeing and foretelling the future. Cases, cases. By the way, there's more evidence that asymptomatic people don't even transmit it. Are you? Have you seen that? Yes. I mean, I'm not telling you this is a given. I just want you to know that I'm following that 
uh, that line that the asymptomatic don't seem to uh, transmit it, or near, not nearly as much as the symptomatic. Very interesting. Yes. Um, cases and outbreaks. Uh, when we open even for a relatively small number of people to be on campus. So we uh, don't realistically anticipate that we would be moving to either Tier 2 or to reopening uh, K-12 schools at least through, uh, at least until after the election, after, you know, in early November. Like the election has an effect on, on the COVID, as everybody knows. It's, uh, you study that when you get your Ph.D., you know, in early November, like when we just look uh, at the timing of everything, I, I, of it makes sense. a more realistic uh, approach to this would be to think that we're going to be where we are now until uh, we get after, until we, we are done with the elections. Yeah, because, exactly. It makes perfect sense. Anyway, look, there there is a bright side. I'm not kidding. It's, I'm not kidding at all. Schools uh, in in the in the Los Angeles district are propaganda mills. They they have completely abandoned teaching in, uh, for the most part, and uh, you should just start homeschooling your kid. By the way, you can't even send your kid. You can't decide. This is what is amazing to me. You can't decide to send your child to a private school in most cases. This is mind boggling. This is this is a dress rehearsal for doing this uh, all the time. Now the flu, by the way, I don't understand why it'll be. If that's flu season election, we're entering flu season. People die. Kids really do die of the flu. They don't die of COVID, but they do die of the flu. And then for the unsophisticated American mind, which is a tragedy for me to say, I truly believe the American mind is more sophisticated 50 years ago. After 50 years of, uh, of higher education and television, uh, it's uh, done its damage. As the, uh, the chief of, of uh, health in the UK said, not having your kid go to school is much more damaging to them uh, on, on a large in a large number than having them it's more damaging than covid that's what that's the way he put it the english speaking countries have a I have a theory this is theory number 85226 if you're keeping track of prager's theories the English-speaking countries have gone the craziest on COVID. UK, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, US. Here's a Canadian example. i read it to you. Cops hold a hysterical, quote-unquote, hysterical family off a WestJet flight. WestJet is a Canadian airline. From Calgary to Toronto. Notice I said Toronto, not Toronto. Because their 19-month-old baby wasn't wearing a face mask. I watched the video, and I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed for Canada. Trouble is, I don't suspect most Canadians are embarrassed. Canada is uh, as bad as America in terms of woke, woke, wokeitude. 
and control of human beings and suppression of free speech. It's actually a drop ahead of us. That's how Jordan Peterson came to fame. He didn't want to be told uh, what pronoun he has to use. Salwan Chowdhury, Safwan Chowdhury, says the airline wanted the infant to wear a mask, but the child would not stop crying. A spokesman for the airline confirmed to CBC that the flight on Tuesday evening was canceled. All passengers were ordered to disembark. WestJet have since said that the issue was not with the infant, who was below their age required to wear a face covering, but with the family's three-year-old. Oh, now I understand. The Dennis Prager Show. And you're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. Let me continue this article here. WestJet, major airline in Canada. Family had a family on board. Uh, obviously, of, um, I assume an immigrant family. Last name is Chowdhury. So that would be, I, is that Sri Lankan or Indian or neither? I'm just curious. It doesn't matter. So uh, they uh, they insisted that their three-year-old wear a mask. This is Canadian law. It's the law here, too. It, 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 it's the law borders on evil. It is it way transcends stupid to completely destructive. We have morons running our society, folks, especially uh, with regard to quote-unquote experts and the Democrats who listen to the experts who genuflect before them, but only their experts. I remind you that. Victor Selenko cures uh, thousands of people uh, or or hundreds. Uh, He's not an expert. It's only the experts that they they like. Canadian transportation law mandates anyone above the age of two to wear a face mask. Mr. Chowdhury claims that his three-year-old daughter was eating a snack before takeoff when flight attendants approached and demanded that both children wear a mask. The other one was younger than her. The, uh, the younger one was 19 months old. Both he and his wife were wearing a mask, he said. Mr. Chowdhury asked if his daughter could finish eating before she put on her mask, but the flight official said they had a zero-tolerance policy. I don't understand that. Do you? When you eat, you're you're allowed, right? I don't understand. And would not close the door of the aircraft without her wearing a mask. I've always found zero-tolerance policies to be uh, the policy of the fool we're bathing in, in laws made by and enforced by fools. Not not much hope for English-speaking world, the English-speaking world. The dad then agreed to put one on immediately, but said his youngest daughter became so agitated she vomited. He told the BBC, my younger one had a very difficult time. She was basically hysterical. Mr. Chowdhury claims that flight officials then became aggressive and said the family would have to leave the aircraft if his daughter would not wear a mask. 
The family then eventually agreed to leave the aircraft. WestJet has disputed Mr. Chowdhury's claim that his three-year-old put a mask on. You thought this is like from Babylon B. Great satire site. In a statement given to the BBC, the airline said, due to non-compliance of the parents to place a mask on their older child, who is now over the age of two, our crew informed the adults of the regulations we are required to follow. I'm telling you, these non-thinking listeners to these laws, does the average Canadian support these laws? Does the average American? If so, there's little hope for our societies. If you actually believe that uh, anyone uh, three and over must wear a, uh, a face mask or the health of the uh, of the plane is endangered, uh, you are a scary a human being to me, which um, means that I am scared about the future of this country. Th- this, this alone is a dividing line between the non-thinking and the thinking. A clip showed a masked police officer speaking to passengers on the plane as they are heckled. See that? Canadians on board heckled. Apparently, they heckled the who? Is it the, the masked police officer? Oh, good. God bless them. I know. I know that. One witness, Marion, told our CBC News she felt the response for the airline was unnecessary. She said... I was so shocked the parents never raised their voices. They never got angry with the attendants. They were just trying to reason with them. You can't reason with uh, people who obey stupid laws. Don't you understand? This is why I fear for Canada and America. The age of reason has produced more irrationality than Canada or America at their most religious. Get it? It's one of the reasons I'm religious, because I love reason. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, y'all, I'm Dennis Prager. I'm actually looking at myself now. Not always a treat. How many people like looking at themselves? What percentage of Americans look in the mirror and go, wow, that is one terrific sight? (laughs) It's an interesting question, isn't it? What? What, what what do you think the answer is r- roughly i i would say i i would say 5% go wow all right and they're all male <laughs> all righty everybody we return so here's my theory why is canada why are can oh, oh Australia is awful? Just Australia is beyond belief. What was the latest arrest of the pregnant woman? A pregnant woman in Victoria. There, you know, there are states in Australia like here. Victoria is where Melbourne is. What? Uh, what was her offense? I forgot. She was out of the house or something. I mean, you see, the, every totalitarian, every dictatorship. Uh, every totalitarian regime, every dictatorship, it's in the name of something. So the traditional left-wing totalitarianism, 
has been in the name of equality, the name of workers. Oh, she was promoting, oh, right, on Facebook. She promoted an anti, so she had no free speech. The woman was handcuffed. The pregnant woman was handcuffed because she was promoting an anti-lockdown Facebook page uh, in, in in Australia. New Zealand has been in, in incredible lockdown. Uh, they had, what, four cases and went back to lockdown, I believe. And the... Uh, the United States and Canada. I don't. I don't have to tell you this. This uh, three-year-olds have to wear masks, which makes basically which makes traveling impossible with children. I mean, let's be honest. What three-year-old is going to wear a mask? So, and why should they? I mean, it's beyond belief. And schools locked down. And and where I live, you still can't enter a restaurant where I live is uh, the Los Angeles area. Amazing. I was just yesterday uh, for the last three days of Michigan. Michigan is governed by a Democrat, but you can eat in restaurants. Same in Minnesota. Same in Minnesota. Exactly. Same in Illinois. I, 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 I was in Illinois and Michigan in the last month. You were just in Minnesota this week. Newsom and Garcetti are petty men with a lot of power. That's the worst combination you could have. Mediocrities with power. This is it. And they, uh, they, that they crush lives doesn't mean anything. because, the, And this is my whole point. There's a new totalitarian slash dictatorial excuse. Health. What the traditional dictatorships were uh, with regard to workers, equality, uh, in the case of Hitler, race, the Aryan race. Uh, and there was, there's, oh, in other words, it's always done in the name of something. This is now, and I predicted this, I called it health uber alles. Remember, I've been saying it. I know, I, I don't think many of you took me too, totally seriously on that. Now I think you do, uh, but I do. I do tend to see patterns. It's my gift or a gift that I have. I don't, I don't take credit for it, but it is a gift that I have. And I saw this coming along a long time ago. Health Uber Alice. Just say health. You could do anything you want. So wait. So my theory: Why English-speaking countries? You have you have an idea what my theory is? But you know. One of the rare times I don't think you could predict it. Because unlike Europe, they didn't have suffering on their soil. That's why. The Europeans aren't doing this. I'd like to know if a three-year-old needs a mask uh, on a uh, on Air France. And that's a left-wing uh, government. Macron. No. In our terms, okay. Look, it's not a right-wing government. Let's put it that way. Anyway, take a look. Would you be very interesting to see what the laws are in those countries and how much they're enforced on the age of masks on airplanes? I mean, if they all have three-year-old laws, then my theory uh, is kaput. I, I, I fully acknowledge that. 
but my, uh, I know that those societies are far more open than the United States. There are no masks, basically, in Holland, no masks, basically, in Sweden. Just to give two examples. And the, the schools are open. I, I wonder how many uh, European countries the schools are not open. Like, are the schools open in uh, Canada? I assume they're not open in, in at least Victoria in in Australia. Anyway, that is my theory. Uh, the Europeans have endured horrible suffering on their soil. The English-speaking countries have not. Right? Australia hasn't. New Zealand hasn't. U.S. hasn't. And uh, Canada hasn't. That to the extent that there was fighting on their soil, it's so long ago. As uh, as to be uh, irrelevant, but the Europeans know real suffering. Sort of inoculated. One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. Interesting. All right. One eight PS. So, what's on your mind? We got the one segment before the ultimate. Uh, no, excuse me, for the happiness hour. So, got reactions. I'll hear them. The Dennis Prager Show. Then everybody be served. Okay, all Dennis Prager here. Newberry, South Carolina. Mark, hello. Hi, how are you doing today? Um, okay. All right. Uh, I, you know, as far as the flight goes with the mask and the kid, obviously... Wait, wait, wait. That's not what you called in for. you got to stick to your topic. Well, no, no, no. I was going to say, that's, not, that's ridiculous. However, I'm talking about another flight. The flight that my cousin was on and his wife... 9-11 was the first flight to hit the Twin Towers. And this cousin was a roller. He was significantly older than me, and he was my hero. He was the creator of the show Frasier, and he used to write and produce for Cheers. And just like that, on that day, just gone, along with thousands of others. But this is a very emotional day for us and our family. That's why I took your call. I, I wanted I wanted the real to be heard. It's a horrible statement attributed to Stalin. One death is a tragedy, a million is a statistic. So I wanted to give face to the tragedy with somebody who knew somebody on the plane. To think that your religion demands that the God you believe in demands that you slaughter people who have done no harm uh, is because they believe differently. This is really, uh, this is the worst form of religion, this, this, this belief. Listen, it existed in the West plenty. It doesn't exist now. Just think of how many Catholics were slaughtered by Protestants and Protestants by Catholics. In my Bible commentary, I make it so clear that God does not want people 
even pagans killed for believing in paganism. It, it, it's, in a, it's just, it's so contrary to basic biblical morality that you kill somebody because they believe wrong or you believe they believe wrong. That's why I am an ethical monotheist. God's greatest demand is that we be ethical. Otherwise, what's the use? Ethics need God, and God has to demand ethics. It's the only possible way out of the awful human condition. Happiness Hour continues. Please click on the High Holy Day banner at DennisPrager.com. It would be a powerful experience for you. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 